Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent Disney couple Theo and Scott Greaser, who were married in an escape ceremony at the Canada Pavilion at Epcot. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear about their day and about how they planned it and about how it all turned out. So welcome, Theo and Scott. We're glad to be here. Thank you for having us. I'm a super big fan, so this is exciting for me. Oh, well, I'm so glad that you guys could be on the show today. Yeah, Carrie, it's definitely a pleasure to be speaking with you. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I always like to start at the beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney World. As you probably know, since we did get married at Disney, that we one or both of us are probably Disney fans, and, and actually it's both of us. Uh, we've been going to Disney parks since 1996, since we've been together pretty regularly. In 2008, we became Disney Vacation Club owners, so needless to say, we go quite a bit, you know, several times a year. We actually did get engaged at Walt Disney World in the wee hours of New Year's Eve 2014. So at that time, marriage equality was not the law of the land, so our choices were pretty limited as to where we could get married. And being in Texas, that wasn't an option in Texas. So of the states that had it, the, the only ones that really appealed to us would be California, New York, or maybe Hawaii. So that's what we had kind of narrowed it down to initially. And we did also consider possibly getting married at, at, at a Disney wedding at Disneyland or even Alani in Hawaii. Theo kind of nixed that one because that being a destination wedding and, and with my family in attendance, my family has a tendency to tack on to our vacations and not leave. So he knew that they would probably stay for the honeymoon and not leave. So he kind of didn't nix that. Plus, it was a, that's a long journey, even from Texas. And we had some friends on the East Coast that we wanted to attend as well. So um, I'll actually turn it over to Thea so he can talk a little more about how it progressed from there. Yeah, after that, we did want a uh, wedding with a Disney connection, and we looked at Santa Barbara. At Santa Barbara, they have the Fest Parker Resort, and so we thought maybe of having it there since that, you know, he was Davy Crockett. And then um, the other thought came up was um, the Disney Family Museum, having something there if that was a point, a choice. And I wasn't really crazy about a, Disney wed- a Disneyland wedding at the time, for some reason, I just really wanted to, to stay away from having characters. And, and the, the Disney, I really wasn't familiar with it at that point. And also, we did have a couple of friends on the East Coast, so we really didn't want them to fly all the way across the country to go to California as well. So, yeah, that was another thought. And then in January of 2015, uh, marriage equality became legal in Florida, and that sealed the deal. It was like we knew that doing it at uh, Walt Disney World would be full circle since I proposed there that we had to do it at Disney World. That's awesome. And did you know from the beginning that you were interested in the Escape Collection? I think the smaller package, is that the Memories package? Right. Uh, Yeah, I think that was a little too small. I mean, we had a few more family and friends that we wanted to, because Theo was perfectly happy to elope, actually, from the beginning. But it was me that I really wanted some of my family 
to attend. So we, we, we did want to do a destination wedding, but it was bigger than memories and smaller than wishes, if you could do that. So really, escape was just right. And also, um, the uh, locations were important to me because I didn't want to get married in just any nondescript chapel. I mean, there are some places at Disney, it, it, you can't tell you're at Disney World. So for me, it was really important that we had a, a wedding that was in the theme park. And um, that, that was really one of the things that cinched it for me. That's perfect. How did your friends and family react when they found out where your wedding was going to be? Well, there really wasn't any surprise on, on their end. It was almost a foregone conclusion for them. Um, we've taken family and friends to Disney World and Disneyland. They know we're big Disney fanatics. I expect, did expect a few eye rolls, like, really, a Disney wedding? But actually, there was none of that. There was no sarcasm or judgment. Everybody was genuinely excited, particularly the ones we invited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of people that, you know, the moment they found out we were engaged, they were like, so when's the Disney wedding? You know, it was just, this is where they, they had made their minds up for us. That's where it was going to be. <laughs> that's awesome to have so much support. Yes, it was great. Yeah. And how many guests ended up making the trip? 17. So just one shy of the, the limit for an escape wedding. Yeah, I was keeping that last spot open for my niece. I was hoping she'd be able to come, but due to school commitments, she couldn't, but which I completely understand. But but yeah, we just about filled it up completely. <laughs> That's great. So Scott, you talked a little bit about wanting a unique location. Is that why you guys chose Canada? It was just a beautiful and unique location. I mean, there were some, we had seen pictures of people getting married in Italy and in Morocco and Canada just was really spoke to us and kind of told our story. And also we had the option of taking pictures in Victoria Gardens. And that was really kind of what sealed the deals because I know that that was one of Scott's favorite places at the park. So now tell me a little bit about your process for planning. With the escape collection, sometimes brides and grooms are a little anxious because if you're not in town, you're just filling out a form, basically, and there isn't a lot of hand-holding. How did that work for you guys? You know, being two grooms, a wedding was not something we had grown up thinking about or planning in our, our minds or anything. So we did have a little problem with like getting direction on that. In fact, we kind of floundered until we decided upon the Disney wedding. Uh, we did actually did learn some things from attending so another destination wedding and, and a reception in between, like for a destination wedding, when we arrived for that one instead at the hotel, they had a gift bag for us. You know, the, the, the couple had made a gift bag. It's like, oh, we just never even thought about that. We wound up actually making gift bags for our own. So we did, you know, take, take a note and did remember to do that. Um, and initially going through the, the Disney wedding, you know, checklists and questionnaires, uh, we were really focused on, initially focused on our guests and making sure that our guests were taken care of and not really, I think, initially focusing on the two of us and the couple in, in our ceremony. We were more worried about, you know, everything around it. So fortunately, our, our Disney wedding planner, Kristen Kimberlin, she was awesome and very patient with us while we did that. But then something happened that really got us to focus in on, I guess, the most important things. And I'll let Theo describe that for you. No, and Scott had mentioned how we'd been to our friends' weddings. And um, it kind of seemed to be the trend with our friends was to get one of our other friends ordained. And um, they would do the, the uh, ceremony that way. And they all talked about how, you know, halfway down the aisle, everybody was crying because they knew each other and how, what a special moment it was. And so we were going that direction. But um, when we had, had been to one of our friends' wedding that did that, we saw that the planning was really intense because, you know, they had to do everything from scratch. They really didn't have anybody to help them give any guidance. 
And at that point, we decided to choose. We looked at the uh, list of Disney officiants, and we went through them, and uh, we found a good fit, which was Rennie Silverman. And uh, she was amazing. She was basically the bow that tied it all together. She gave us guidance, directions. She sent us you know, tons of stuff to read. And then she helped us personalize the ceremony because you know, there, there's some things that I didn't care for in most ceremonies I've been to. I was raised Catholic, so I was used to ceremonies being an hour and a half along. Uh, and so I, when I found out that they could be like 30 minutes, I was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> um, but they had this thing that was strange to me was the unity ceremonies because it was like people would say their vows and I'm ready for cake. We're done with the vows. Let's go. We're almost over. And then they slowed down this unity ceremony. And so Rennie helped us put that at the front of our, our ceremony and really make it ours. And, and that she was just, I can't say enough good things about her and how well we got along. And, you know, she was great in responding to us and everything else. But she really was, like I said, that when we had that, everything started to feel tangible. That's great. And you bring up a good point that often it can be stressful either for the person who you're asking who's a friend to marry you and having a professional do it, somebody like one of the people on Disney's list, it takes that burden off your guests and it also can make everything run smoother. Like you were saying, they know the drill. They know how everything should run. So that's great that you were able to find somebody who was as good a fit as someone you knew but was a professional and knew exactly how everything was supposed to run. Yes, definitely. Now, which options from the package did you choose? Were they able to accommodate you with like two boutonnieres instead of the bouquet, or how did you do that? Yes, well, for for I guess the base options was you know number one the venue, we, which we actually did choose an upgrade, which was the, the Canada Terrace in Epcot. So that was on the Escape Collection. That's the only theme park option you have, and and that was a question I had as well, Carrie was. Okay, everything on the Disney website was, you know, bouquet, boutonniere, you know, choose that. It's like, well, we obviously don't need a bouquet, so how does that work? And what it turned out to be was that the wedding planners said, oh, yes, we'll give you, you know, two boutonnieres and we'll give you a credit towards floral if you do choose like a floral, you know, upgrade, which is came in handy because we did actually then choose an upgrade. So, oh, that's great. What kind of upgrade did you have? We had several, but for for the ceremony decor, we did the decor enhancement for the Canada Terrace called the Canada Terrace Picturesque Package. And would you like me to rattle off the details of that? Or? <laughs> sure. Paint a picture in the audience's minds. <laughs> okay. Um, they actually upgrade. Instead of just basic folding chairs, you get mahogany folding chairs for the ceremony. They do have rose petals lining the aisle. They have floral arrangements on the pedestals, and that's what they applied uh, the credit, since we didn't use a bouquet, towards that, which was helpful. And then also floral clusters on the seating along the aisle. That sounds great. Yes, it was very pretty. Actually, one of the cast members said uh, they had never seen that before. No other couple had chosen that. They got married in the Canada Terrace, which made me think, were we just, the, I guess, <laughs> the patsies that actually chose that <laughs> package for the first time? But I thought it was gorgeous, yeah, and the colors, the, the floral was just, you know, absolutely amazingly beautiful, so... That's great. And then did you upgrade your cake or any of the other options? We just went with the regular cake. Uh, we went, it was called Mickey's Delight, which is like a, it's like two layer plain white fondant cake, but with uh, either gold or silver Mickey stamps on it. So it's pretty elegant. My mother actually really liked it. I, I thought she would want something else that was a little more, uh, you know, I guess ornate, but I think she liked the simplicity of that. And then we did choose, um, we did spring for additional rose boutonnieres for the gentlemen in our wedding party, just ivory ones to 
um, offset. And for us, we had, I forgot to talk about this earlier, we, we actually had a, a, like a, a bicolored rose for our boutonnieres, and it's called a circus bicolored rose. And I had to actually send a picture to Kristen because I saw pictures of it first. I didn't know how to explain it to her. But the best I can explain it is it's a, a yellow rose, and the tips are a like a deep orange, almost reddish color. And they, I thought, were absolutely gorgeous. Oh, that's great they were able to accommodate you. Yes. Uh, I mean, like I said, when I sent the picture, you know, the wedding planner knew exactly what it was. So without hesitation, she's like, oh, yeah, circus by color. Yeah, we can do that. So. <laughs> also, we did for the ladies in our wedding party, we did lilac spray rose corsages. So um, we did do a little bit more floral springs for some additional floral. And then for the ceremony, we did we did the sand ceremony. We did with Disney sand ceremony. And then we also sprung for the videography of the uh, ceremony itself. Just the ceremony. Oh, that's great. And you use the included photographer? Yeah, just the included Disney photographers. And he was amazing. He was really good. So I think that covers all the upgrades we did for the ceremony. And so I'll let Theo talk a little bit about what we did for um, our reception, which was a brunch reception. So we had that at the attic. And um, you know, we chose the attic based on Wells' availability. Um, when um, we asked about places near Epcot, they, she said that, that the attic was available. They had a convention going on. This is really the only place we could do it. And we didn't know much about it, um, but we, the more and more research we did, we, we found out that everybody who ever saw the attic or went into the attic or had an event at the attic went crazy for the attic. <laughs> so we thought we'd made the right choice, you know, and, um, and we did. I mean, it was, we, we now, we're now crazy about it. Um, but uh, we, for our, our brunch uh, choices, there were three of them, and we chose the middle-of-the-road one, which was perfect for us. It was the Briar Rose Brunch uh, Buffet Menu. Uh, the main thing about that was that it had Bananas Foster French toast on it. And one of our guests loves uh, Bananas Foster, so that was perfect. He thought we chose it just for him. <laughs> and then um, the other thing we had was the uh, Mickey Ear Hats monogram with our first initials and wedding date. And um, so uh, our guests got those before we arrived um, uh, for the brunch. And so they had them on. And, and the fun part of that for me was seeing all the selfies on, on uh, social media of them in their hats before we got there. Um, so that was really cool. <laughs> and then um, the last edition or uh, last upgrade we made, and this is where you come in, uh, Carrie, <laughs> because about three weeks, two to three weeks before our wedding, I was listening to your podcast and uh, just couldn't get enough of, you know, Disney wedding everything. And um, you had uh, the Disney food blog um, podcaster on and you were discussing like different desserts to have at your wedding. And it gave me the idea that we could have Tigger Tails from Disneyland on our wedding at Disney World, even though they don't, even though they don't make them there. And so I contacted Kristen Kimberlin and then uh, you know, found a few recipes for her and found the proper recipe because have, they have to be made a certain way. So uh, we, you know, within, and there's an email like the week before uh, the wedding, and we're getting it finalized. And so that was something that was last minute, and it was a huge hit with our guest. Um, we had had a bachelor party in Disneyland in May, and um, so most of the groomsmen were at that, and uh, Tigger Tales were, they, that was the hit of the bachelor party and the hit, of the hit of the brunch, and it was just a nice little added touch that really, you know, it made our, our, our day even that much more special. That's fantastic. Now, for my listeners who aren't familiar with Tigger Tales, can you describe them? <laughs> I can. They are marshmallows on a stick, and they are dipped in caramel, dipped in white chocolate, Dipped in yellow or yellow and orange sugar, and then they have uh, dark chocolate drizzled on top of them to make them look like a tigger tail. 
and they are calorie free <laughs> and um, full of vitamins, and they're just delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and, they, and they sell them in Disneyland in, in the Critter County section. And um, so it was, these did not turn out exactly like the Disneyland ones. Um, they were they did their best job. They looked great. Um, and that was the main thing. When, when our guests saw them, that was just, the, that was the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea. Now, can you guys give a basic timeline for your day? So do you want the minute by minute? <laughs> Would you like me just to hit the high points? <laughs> well, you know, I, I think when people are planning, sometimes they get anxious about how everything's going to work and what happens when and how long is this going to take. So any information you have on that would be helpful. Okay. Well, um, you know, Disney runs with military precision and, you know, it, it's a well-oiled machine. And not that we ever felt rushed or anything, but, you know, it's it's pretty amazing how, how efficient and how great the process works. So... Theo and I were joking, so we had a nine o'clock, you know, ceremony because it wasn't a theme park, so they had to do it before um, the World Showcase opened, obviously, in Epcot. So Theo and I were going to joke, it's like, well, okay, being two guys, we just woke up about oh, you know, seven thirty for an eight fifteen pickup, you know. <laughs> so that actually wasn't that, you know, we didn't have makeup, but we did have hair. So, but actually, we woke up probably about six. I had a couple of minor drama crises with my bow tie because we actually did wear you know authentic bow ties and and spent a week learning how to tie them and thought we had it down pat or at least i did um had some problems finally getting it took several tries but did that but okay um <laughs> 8 15 pickup for the limo at uh, we stayed at bay lake tower at uh, the contemporary and then uh, so we got uh, backstage at the uk pavilion at epcot about 8 35 and by the time we got walked over to um, the canada pavilion it was probably about a quarter to nine so they had this small army of people waiting for us which was like almost intimidating for us like whoa all these people so but you know they had the videographers they had to get us mic'd you know they had to the the, the uh, photographer was even there taking a few pre-wedding pictures that type of thing so and the, the wedding planner obviously was there and explaining exactly, you know, how the ceremony was going to go down. So, and, you know, what was going to happen when. So, and Theo had a fun, funny joke about that. So, about how, yeah, she explained everything and how it happened. Oh, so, it was yeah. like, you know, we, vows, cake, dance. <laughs> now, it sounds like it's about the way it went. It's, it wasn't that rush. No, it wasn't rushed by any dog. They kept us on track and yes. on schedule. So. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, the ceremony started at 9, so you know, probably no more than 20, 30 minutes at that. You know, and then uh, we got to take the group pictures. Uh, oh, sorry, we obviously got to do the, you know, the cake cutting and the toast and the, and the first dance. Um, and then the group pictures, and then at 10 o'clock, uh, the guests leave to go to move on to uh, the brunch venue, and then we got to take uh, our individual pictures, our, our couple's pictures with the, uh, the Disney wedding photographer for about a half an hour, so we got to stay in the Canada Pavilion. Uh, we actually got to go to La Cellier. Oh, nice which is kind of a thrill. The, the, the photographer is more jazzed about it than we were. He's yeah. like, oh, this is great. I've always wanted to yeah. take pictures here. And it's <laughs> never available, never open in time. So, And then, of course, Victoria Gardens, which was my really my only one big request. It's like, I really like to get pictures there. And, you know, the wedding planner said, duly noted. You know, can't guarantee it, but noted. It's like, I understand. So, um, so we left about 1030 from that after the pictures and probably arrived at the attic about quarter to 11. The pre- Reception, food and beverage service lasted from like 1045 to 1115. And then they started with the, the, the brunch service. And that lasted until about 
1245. And then, um, oh, one thing I did forget to mention is that by choosing the, uh, the, the Canada Terrace option for the venue, they do extend the motor coach charter maybe a couple hours. I can't remember the exact time, but it was enough to get us through the brunch and get everybody back to the hotels without us having to pay, you know, anything extra to extend it further. So that was nice. And we actually went in the motor coach with all our guests after the brunch because um, the, the limo charter actually ended a little too soon. We would have to have left the brunch a little early, which we didn't want to do. We wanted to stay to the end with everyone. And, and also, which turned out really nice, was that included in the, the ceremony upgrade that we did, the, the, the decor upgrade we did, was that they will deliver the floral after the ceremony. So we chose to have it delivered to the attic. So even though the attic really doesn't need you know, additional de decor. It was nice having the the wedding floral there, and then we took it on the motor coach with us back to our our villa at Bay Lake Tower. Oh, that's awesome! So, so that you know, that, so we had to leave uh, the brunch about a quarter to one and be on the bus, the motor coach at one, to get everybody back in time before the charter ended. And then that runs us through the end of the the, the reception, and I'll let Theo explain what happened for the rest of the day. Okay, so, so for the rest of the day, um, we had a break from 1 to 7 uh, p.m., and at that time, um, you know, our guests were free to go to the park and do whatever, and a few of them did. They went and enjoyed Epcot. And then for ourselves, um, Scott had a great idea, which at the time I wasn't real thrilled about, but he wanted to go to the different uh, monorail resorts and take pictures in our suits. Mm. And that ended up being some of the best photos we got of each other on a day, and it was really fun just being with, you, with each other and, and taking those photos. And we went to... Um, there's a, a photo spot by uh, by the Contemporary where you, you sent some Mickey ears. And then we went to um, the Grand Floridian uh, DVC, and we took pictures by the Mary Poppins penguin statues, you know, in our in our penguin costumes next to them. <laughs> and, and so that was really nice. And our, also our friends, uh, Eric and Zylo, had made us some special groom's hats that had our name. They were blinged out. They had our names on them, and they were just super cute. Um, and so we had we were going around property on that, so that was nice, and that was until uh, about uh, six or seven, um, and then um, our guest actually had met. They're supposed to meet us in the lobby of Bailey Tower, but they uh, went to dinner at uh, the Contempo Cafe uh, because one of our guests had been with us before on a previous trip, and he knew where to go, and so we were able to meet him down at the Contempo Cafe, and then at eight o'clock make our way back to um, our villa at the Bailey Tower for wedding cake and some wine, and um, we had a, a, a nice little uh, dessert party of our own making. Um, because Bailey Tower, you know, we can, you can go uh, to the top of that at 10 and watch the fireworks there, and they pump in the music. And so we did that afterward, um, you know, so we had our dessert party and then fireworks viewing of wishes on the top, and then after that we had our tearful goodbyes. <laughs> That sounds great, and that was a great idea to use your DVC privileges to go up to the um, top of the world and see the fireworks. Well, you know, and after hearing a lot of the uh, your uh, other podcasts, all your brides, all the planning that goes into their dessert parties, this was really nice because it was just kind of uh, something that evolved really naturally and was just a lot of fun and easily done. And actually, because I'm obsessed by cake, I'm thinking about this. Did they, you had your cake cutting at Canada. Did they take the cake and reassemble it at the attic and then give it to you and you reassembled it or just ate it straight out of the box at your party? Or did it go straight from the ceremony into the box, stay in the box, and you just pulled it out for the dessert party? Sorry, we, we probably didn't explain that, um, what happened. Because uh, we thought being a morning ceremony, it's like cake at 9 a.m. That's a little early even for me, and I love cake. <laughs> 
and at a brunch, it's like at a brunch with, you know, all the sweet stuff they had there is still probably a little too much. So we just decided, wouldn't it be fun if we had everybody over that evening and just had cake in our villa? It's a one bedroom villa. It definitely was big enough to hold, you know, less than 20 people. Maybe the neighbors didn't agree, but so <laughs> we decided to do that. So we, we, we talked to the wedding planner and she, she said, oh, absolutely. We'll box, you know, we'll stage the cake cutting for the photos at the ceremony. We'll box it up. You can take it to the boardwalk with you for the attic. If you don't want to serve it at the attic, they can store it in the refrigerators at Bell Services. You know, they have refrigerators and I believe freezers as well at Bell Services to store stuff. And so we just you know, gave it to Bell Services, so could you refrigerate it till we get done? And then at the end, when we, that was one of the reasons why we wanted to go on the motor coach with the rest of the guests was to get the cake, you know, and get it back to our, our Bay Lake Tower with us. So um, that along with the flowers. So that turned out really well. So yeah, they just boxed it up. We got it back. Uh, I was a little worried. I didn't know exactly what size it'd be. I was hoping it would fit in the refrigerator, but we did have a, you know, one bedroom villa at Bay Lake Tower. So it was a full sized a refrigerator so it you know it everything worked out perfect i thought and my best man um cut cakes uh, happened to be a cake cutter so a professional he, cake cutter yeah a professional so he uh cut the cake at that that night and it was a large cake and we ended up checking um the top the top layer of it and getting it on the plane and bringing it home so we still have a layer here <laughs> <laughs> Now, you talked a bit about how one of the important aspects to you was making sure your guests had a good time. What were some of the other places where you focused your attention and budget? Okay, I'll, I'll take the budget question, and that was really the, the ceremony decor enhancement and the brunch reception and, and the enhancements that went into that. That's really, really wanted to focus that. Uh, additionally, since it was a destination wedding, there were travel costs we had to take into account, you know, for our wedding party and for, you know, our, our family members that came. So, we did, you know, that's what we focused on. And then I'll actually turn it over to Theo. He can talk a little more about where we focused our attention. Yeah, so. um, one of them was I really wanted to keep our uh, wedding guests informed and um, let them know as much information they could know about Walt Disney World since they weren't, you know, um, Disney fans like we were. Um, so I made sure that our website had um, a really uh, robust FAQ. And our travel agent, Stephanie Miller at MAI Travel, actually looked over our uh, FAQs and read them and gave us even more ideas um, so that they were, had all the information they needed you know, to, for a successful you know, trip from uh, basically from the uh, airport to their room, you know, just so they knew where to go. Um, and then also in their gift bags, I had another uh, timeline uh, done up for the day that, um, you know, so that they knew where to be and uh, when to be anywhere they needed to be. And we also had a couple of people assigned as head counters to make sure that people may, got where they needed to be. Um, and I think that that was pretty successful because we, we didn't have a single question about after they got their gift bags about what's going on. You know, we didn't have any questions about that. Um, and then um, also the, uh, toward the, as we got close to the wedding, we found out that the wedding topper, uh, something that this, we gave this a lot of attention was the wedding topper was a Minnie and Mickey. And um, that really didn't tell our story. And, and it was just kind of awkward when I found out. Um, and so uh, I was going to make my own wedding topper. We, this, again, this is something that being two guys, we hadn't really thought about, oh, wedding topper, a uh, cake topper. And so um, I was going to make, uh, we have a logo that's kind of like a Mickey clad out. I was going to turn that into a topper. I didn't know what to do. And I did and actually listening to a few podcasts, um, the DIY aspect didn't sound that great to me. But someone at work mentioned, uh, Anything can be a cake topper. Yeah, anything can be a cake topper. So I used uh, a uh, Chippendale uh, Christmas tree ornament. 
it, yeah. they were in like tuxes and top hats, so it really fit, fit told our story. Yeah. It was perfect, and yeah. we love Chip and Dale. We think they're a great, you know, yeah. great analog for us. So. <laughs> That's a great idea. And then were there aspects that were less important to you where you maybe saved your time or you saved your money? Okay, well, you know, places that we uh, saved money um, and not really, we weren't really trying, it just kind of happened that way, was with our save the date and our invitations that went out. Um, our save the date was a fast pass design that I found on Etsy. It was really cute. And we had those created for us and personalized. And I printed those up on magnets and uh, mailed them out. They're about the size of business cards. And then um, we created our own invitations. You know, we designed the logo and how they would look because there was only about, we would be saying about 10, um, 10 invitations. And after, you know, looking at our choices, it was like, okay, we can make these ourselves and really make them look great. Um, and for a lot less. And so that was one place we did it. Uh, we saved some money. Um, and then the other is uh, we didn't want uh, alcohol in the, at our ceremony. Um, we have uh, several people in recovery for one. It's a good reason not to have uh, alcohol at your wedding. Um, but um, it also is in the morning. So the dessert party was another thing where we saved money because um, we just figured, you know, watching uh, the, the fireworks at the t- top of the World Lounge and a couple other areas. One is that uh, we actually rented our, our wedding suits. We went with just gray suits, and we had looked at possibly buying suits because gray is a, you know, a gray suit you could wear again. It's not like a baby blue, you know, pat, baby powder blue tux that you'd never wear again. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we could do this. But the, the more we looked at suits, the more we actually just kept going back to the rental suit at Men's Warehouse, and we decided to rent them from there. And the great thing about that is that Men's Warehouse has uh, some relationship with uh, Disney Fairy Tale Weddings. And if you're getting married on Disney property, they will deliver them to your Disney resort if you're staying there, and they'll pick them back up. So that saved us one having to lug the the, the suits with us on the plane, and two having to go pick them up and return them. So it, that really it wasn't. We didn't realize that till we had rented them that was going to happen. And it was a, definitely a nice plus and a nice convenience. That's great. And then also some other aspects, I guess, is that we talked about the attic. You know, it's so well-themed. You really don't need, you know, decor enhancements. But it was nice being able to have the um, wedding floral pull double and triple duty as, you know, floral decor for our reception as well as our, our, you know, our own dessert party. So that was really nice. So for each of you, what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I'm going to give you two. Uh, one is, of course, I'm, I'm sure a common answer you get is, is our vows. I thought our vows were just wonderful and amazing and personal and, and so sweet, and they were awesome. And, and also, I, it, for me, the other moment was really when we were introduced by the officiant as the happiest couple on earth <laughs> ceremony because it was Theo and I had been together over 20 years, so this was really just kind of formalizing something that's really been in place for a long time, but it was just nice to, you know, it's it's real, it's tangible, it's legal, it's lawful. This is awesome. And for me, it was the vows, too. And really, when Scott's talking about how great the vows were, he's talking about his. I don't think mine were that good. <laughs> but they were beautiful. And um, he even managed to work in the Wizard of Oz, which is that that point I was like, you didn't really just work in the Wizard of Oz. That's so funny. But they were just beautiful and touching. And um, then uh, the second thing that was I, I really enjoyed the most was he talked about the... Uh, a photo shoot at Victoria Gardens a lot. I mean, he really <laughs> focused on that a lot before the wedding. And so it was finally happening and we were down there. He was having so much fun. And it was like, 
our first few minutes as a married couple by ourselves. And the photographer, you know, Jacob was there, but it wasn't intrusive and he was part of the fun, you know, but it was like we just really were getting to enjoy ourselves in that area. And we got to walk around parts of the park that we hadn't been, been before, which is fascinating, fun for us. But it was just kind of a moment to kind of uh, breathe and for me really to enjoy what had just happened and, and, and the whole day, you know, it was just, it was kind of like a, a moment out of time. It was really magical. I love it. That's wonderful. Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Okay, well, I wanted to mention this because it wasn't, we really did not have anything go wrong. We did have uh, something that didn't go as expected. And what that was is that, um, you know, we had uh, one of our guests got up and did a, a an announcement saying, you know, make sure your cell phones are off. And it was kind of done humorously since he's a pilot. He did as if, he's, if he, he was a pilot and, and asked her to turn it off. And one of our guests did not comply. And so um, he or she was uh, fiddling with their phone still and still getting it ready. And um, from what I heard from the other guests, we were there, it happened, but Rennie shut it down. I was like, they were like, yep, she did not. She just stopped it cold. <laughs> and, um, you know, she was very graceful and elegant when she did it, but she was really prepared. She rolled with it. And I just love the fact that shows, I really want to plug Rennie in that sense, that she just was that much professional and could roll with it, make it fun and not seem like it was a mean thing telling this other, this person to, you know, please comply and not have your uh, mobile phones on. So I just wanted to mention that. So that wasn't anything majorly went wrong, but something that could have, you know, been a, a, not the best situation. That's great. Yeah, no, it's it's wonderful. And especially since neither of you really had to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For me, it's like, uh, you know, it was uh, just to quote Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. It was awesome. But there was one, I guess, aspect we had a complete breakdown of lack of planning on our part, and that was the first dance. Uh, I don't remember the last time Theo and I slow danced, and we didn't practice ahead of time. So the video of it may look pretty awkward. At least still pictures, I think, looked fine. But (laughs) (laughs) as we were stepping on each other's toes, we should have done that. But uh, that was was on us, nobody else. So. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand or maybe you were worried about and then turned out not to be? Well, you had hit on it earlier, Carrie, and that was that for the escape package, there's no, you know, uh, menu tasting or in-person planning visit that's done. So you really do have to place a great deal of trust in Disney. Um, so, you know, for example, I we did pick, you know, I want the circus by color roses. And um, it's, I think they'd go well with, you know, like, with lilac and, um, you know, ivory floral. And, you know, the wedding planner said, great, okay, you know, mark that down. And But we had no idea how it was going to turn out. But when I tell you, when we, uh, when I walked up the steps into the Canada Terrace, I was just bowled over by how beautiful it was. And I just have to give kudos to Disney Floral. But I guess anybody who's been in the Grand Floridian and seen the flower arrangements there knows Disney knows how to do florals. So it was probably, I shouldn't have, you know, even had a second thought about, like, would it be an issue or not. And, and ditto for the catering, um, the, the cake, you know, the brunch buffet, everything was, you know, just amazingly delicious. So, yeah, then we also often have our own sound system for the music um, in the, in the, uh, in the, the attic, yeah, yeah. the brunch. And um, so we had a sound system there. We, you know, we bought it from Dallas and um, we had our playlist. And basically once it was set up, we all went outside and didn't hear it. So that was something that, you know, we could have, you know, just not dealt with at all. Um, or that I worried about a lot, then, you know, nothing seemed to happen. And then the last was travel. I mean, I think I mentioned it before, but I was really worried that people could not get to point it from point A to point B, and they all did just fine. 
Um, so I think I put a, spent a lot of effort in that. So that was one aspect that um, seemed like a big deal but ahead of time. Okay. Those are great thoughts to keep in mind. Is there anything that you know now that you wish you'd known then? I would say, Carrie, that I just wish we had found out sooner all of the Disney wedding planning resources available online, such as your 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 podcast. We just, at least I didn't find it until about a month before the wedding. I think Dale maybe found it a couple weeks before that because there were such great, excellent suggestions and ideas, and some of them came too late for us to put them into practice. But, for example, like I think from what I saw from one of your earlier um, podcasts was you can choose a different cake flavor for each layer of your cake. The thought never crossed my mind. It's not really an option in the Disney wedding questionnaire, but hey, I wish I'd known that. I might have chosen, you know, we might have chosen a different, you know, two like two flavors. So, you know, things like that. So, but, you know, there's great resources out there, you know, take advantage of them. Google will find them easily enough. So. Great. So then do you guys have any tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? Well, for same-sex couples, I'd say just keep in mind that, you know, there's a lot of, I guess, traditions or, you know, considerations for a traditional marriage that don't apply to same-sex weddings. So there's a lot of things we didn't even think of until either the wedding planner or the officiant asked, you know, in, in their minute detail, like, who's going to walk down the aisle first? I don't know. <laughs> uh, which side of the altar you, each are you going to stand on? Oh, we hadn't thought about that. And who's going to recite their vows first? So there's a lot of things that, you know, you probably had, that were a foregone conclusion for a traditional marriage that you have to, <laughs> get, that you do have to figure out or, or, I guess, nail down before then. You know, I think we've said a lot um, earlier when we keep talking about how, you know, as young men, we didn't really uh, think about weddings or, uh, and then as we got older, we never thought about you know, I guess, you know, I wanted to get married, but I didn't think, I forgot the whole, you know, marriage part, the whole event. <laughs> and so for myself, um, I would just suggest that anybody in that um, situation, if Disney is looks like an option to do it, because it just made everything so tangible, so easy to do. And, um, you know, weddings do take a lot of effort, but this didn't seem like it took as much effort for the output that we got, because it was just a better day than, than we ever could imagine. And we had so much support from Disney, from our officiant, from our travel agent, from everybody, that it was just a magical day. And so I would just, you know, highly recommend going that direction. That's wonderful. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? I did make a website. Um, it's www.sntlife.us. And... It mainly, it's just for photos. We don't have a blog up or anything like that. And the idea was to make it as simple as possible for our, our older relatives to be able to, to navigate okay. the site. And um, I do have some other placeholders up there for um, things that we mailed out and stuff like that and uh, some of our wedding guest facts. And actually, we used it um, for um, our guests to RSVP on uh, before the wedding. And we might repurpose it a little uh, if we have a reception here in Dallas later in the year. Um, but, uh, but that's where they can go to view the pictures. Well, thank you both for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really instructive for anyone who's considering an escape event or a same-sex wedding at Walt Disney World. So I really appreciate your taking the time. Well, thank you, Carrie. This has been so much fun. We're big fans. Well, I'm a big fan and I'm just grateful to be here. Yes, it's definitely been a thrill. Thanks, Carrie. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. 
You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. <laughs>